Coming up, we're at All Saints Lunatic Asylum in Apple Valley, California. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 40 of our 61-day Hauntathon, where we're counting down to Halloween by visiting a different haunted house every day here on the show. Today is Monday, October 10th, and there are only 21 days until Halloween. Remember that the best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, check the link in our show notes. Okay, Apple Valley is located at the southern edge of the Mojave Desert. And Apple Valley's main professional haunted attraction is All Saints Lunatic Asylum. Today, we're going on location to learn about the haunt and its transition over the last 15 years. And when we were on location, we did this interview right at the exit. So if you listen closely, you'll hear plenty of screaming guests. Here we go. My name is Stephanie. I am the general manager for All Saints Lunatic Asylum, which is a production put on by Midnight Dreary Production Studios. And we have a haunted attraction that is open multiple times throughout the year. We're located in Apple Valley, California, off of Highway 18 and Central. Uh, we've been doing this for roughly about, I'd say, 15 years. It started off as a home haunt, and we have developed into a professional business. It, it's more of like a psychological horror or thriller rather than like gory or anything. The, way that we develop our rooms is we try to play on the different phobias that not a lot of people think about. Obviously we have like a bathroom because it is an asylum so we set it up as an actual asylum so you're going through rooms that you would find at an asylum, an abandoned asylum. So you have anywhere from the bathroom to patient rooms to the kitchen to like even a chapel and everything like that. So and we fill it up with props and decorations and everything as much as possible that are period correct. So you're looking at stuff from late 1800s up to about 1940, 1950 that's in the haunt. Even our costumes, they're, as you can tell even by mine, it is period correct to the actual period that the asylum would have been open. With the actors, they're creating their own characters. They're creating their characters that would fit into the asylum at that period, and then some of them that would be roughly brought into the asylum and have an accident with. So maybe a patron that came through and had a tour to just see what it's like, and maybe they were left behind. So that's one reason why there's such a range of actors, with it being from 1800s, early 1900s on up to even current times. Yeah. So we make sure that everything fits correctly, but everybody builds their own character. They're the ones that are giving it life. They're the ones that are putting their heart and soul and their own personality and spin on it. That's one of the things that we pride ourselves on, is that we're able to interact and work with our actors to make sure they are comfortable doing what they're doing and they have fun breathing. So one of the biggest things that I know that keeps us separate from everybody else is we don't do what we call a caterpillar or a train, which is one of the biggest problems with the bigger haunts at amusement parks. They have so many people that they have to put through their little haunted maze that they've got to push them through as fast as possible. So basically, you're seeing the actor reset in front of you, so you're not going to get scared. With us, we try to make sure that everybody has their own personal experience. So we're trying to make sure that you are gapped uh, at the right time, so that way one group doesn't exactly catch up with the other. Yeah. We, our actors are trained to help break up the groups. Now, closer to Halloween, busier we get. 
So sometimes a bigger group is hard to avoid, but we still do try to put our training into effect so that way everybody can have their own personal experience. And one of the biggest things that I've heard is from multiple people that come constantly and some people that come constantly throughout the same season, it's never the same experience twice. They notice different things the next time they come. Tell me a little bit about the team. We are still a volunteer team, but we also hire our actors, so okay. they are paid now. We did start off as a volunteer basis, and now it has developed to the point to where it is that everybody is an employee here, but we still function like a family. Do you all have goals otherwise? And where would you like to see this in three years? Honestly, if we're able to be in our own property and on our own land, then that would be the, one of the biggest things that we would be able to have in the next three years. That would be a, 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 yeah. the perfect goal for us. Outside of that, even if we open a second haunt somewhere else, like even if we, we collaborated with the fairgrounds one year yeah. and we did a haunt out there, so even if we do a collaboration with somebody else, we're going to be able to put, our, put ourselves out there and help ourselves like, get bigger and get more well-known and everything because we're, we're a business. We're a professional haunt. We're, as far as we know, we're the only one up here in the desert that is a professional business. So that's the biggest thing that we take our pride on. And as you guys saw before you, we're ADA compliant. Yeah. So we were able to have somebody that was in a wheelchair and he was not in just a regular wheelchair, he was one in one that laid down. He was almost completely laying flat. And he was able to come through with his family and he thoroughly enjoyed himself. And we've had plenty of people like that before that have come through that they're in these big wheelchairs and they're capable of coming through and enjoying themselves. So we're ADA accessible. We make sure that we include everybody in the community. It's not just a select few. Tell me the times you're going to be open this season and then about your Christmas. So this season, it's every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the rest of the month from 7 to 10. And the last weekend, we are also open on Monday because Halloween falls on a Monday. For Christmas, we're open the 9th, 10th, and 11th for, of December. And it's again from 7 to 10, and it'll be $13 a person. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts, videos, and events in our 61-day Hauntathon. Follow along at the link in our show notes. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantum.com slash demo. That's gantum.com slash demo. Our Hauntathon team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Our partners for this year's Hauntathon include Sharp Productions, HorrorBuzz.com, ScareTrack, TheScareFactor.com, and Hauntopic Radio. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We'll catch you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.